What is up, everyone? This is Ethan Fubel here with the Mentality Champion Podcast. Today in episode six, we sit down with our very first special guest. Chase Teeter is one of the most positive people I've ever met in my entire life, and I couldn't think of anyone else better to have on the show. I've known him for about two years now, and I've just learned so many valuable things that I know you guys will benefit from, so hopefully you learn something by the end of this podcast. Chase did play Division I baseball at Treasure Valley Community College and then transferred through Moorhead State to finish his collegiate career. In today's episode, me and Chase talk about how to better your life for the positive and how to have no bad days. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let's get into it. What up, Chase? How's it going? Not too bad, my man. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm super pumped to have you on this episode, bro. Like, you're such a you have such a good outlook on everything so i'm super excited to have you oh you might be you might be talking me up just a little bit but (laughs) i appreciate that man and and i'm excited to be here so thanks for having me on yes sir so do you want to like kind of tell everyone your background kind of just give your story yeah so basically in a nutshell uh my name's chase teeter i'm 25 years old um i was born and raised in pocatello idaho Uh, i grew up here my whole life. I went to Pocatello High School. I was a baseball player pretty much my whole life. Um, And then I went on to play college baseball at Treasure Valley Community College, then Moorhead State, and then uh, Montana State Billings. And then I finally had to grow up, graduate, uh, I guess you could say retire from the game. Um, (laughs) And now I work full time at the Mountain View Event Center. And so um, just a couple things like when I'm not working, uh, a couple things that fill my time are um, lifting weights, uh, working out, running, hiking, uh, fishing. I do a lot of golfing. I should be a lot better golfing than I am for how much I do it, but <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Gosh, I sound like I'm, I'm creating a dating profile right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Tinder. This is a podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, yep, that's a little bit about me. But yeah, no, I feel like you're like one of the guys where I was like, I feel like you always have a fun time in life, like no matter what you're doing. So you've kind of like gave that positive mentality to me, like through everything you do, you're just so positive. So like, what's like that key to being so positive every single day that you use? You know, that's a great question. Um, For me personally, I'm not sure if there's anything better than than making someone's day. And Mm -hmm. I, I truly genuinely mean that I love seeing people light up, you know, feel comfortable, open up, smile, laugh, and just be themselves. And I think the best way to bring that out in people is to provide that type of energy as well. So, um, and you know, just the people I surround myself with, um, I grew up in a very upbeat family. Mm -hmm. Um, I surround myself with people that are, you know, half glass full type of people. Yep. Uh, those are my favorite kinds of people to be around. So it kind of just wears off on me. And I try to put that out to, you know, other people, because I, I truly believe that, you know, there's a few things that we can control. And I think your mm-hmm. your attitude's one of them. So and I think it's highly contagious. So whatever yeah. I'm doing, wherever I'm at, I always try to, you know, lighten the mood yep. whether it's by saying, a, you know, a crummy dad joke or doing something <laughs> dumb. But I'm always trying to have a good time and, and, and make people happy in a sense. 
Yeah, no, you're like the king of dad jokes, so it's like perfect. <laughs> uh, shoot, they're good ones, though. They're In fact, <laughs> support group is so important, too. Me and White have talked about it before, but you said, like, support group is, like, what makes you happy. So, like, I think that's huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's overlooked, too, because people can be draining and people can be, like, the opposite of that. And I feel like you're the opposite of that. So it's been super helpful for me to, like, be around you. Right. And, right. like... For other yeah. people to be around you, but absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's that's really one of those controllable factors that we, I can manage that every day of my life. Like mm-hmm. the, the effort, the energy, and the attitude I bring are like three things I I really focus on. And and you know, outside of that, I don't I don't really worry about you know too many other things. And it's it's just I don't know. I've always tried to have that mentality and that, that mindset of like, you can't, you can't bring me down. Like you can't ruin my day. And, Mm -hmm. and I really think I got that from my dad and my mom, my granny, they're all, you know, pretty upbeat people and, and Mm -hmm. it's fun to be around. And, you know, they've kind of preached that onto me my whole life. So I think that's kind of where that all came from. Yeah. So like with being like the super positive outgoing guy, do you face like any challenges or like what are these challenges like that you face and how do you overcome them to like be your best self? Um, well, you know, my biggest challenge and I actually didn't realize that I had it until I transferred from uh, treasure Valley community college to Moorhead state. Okay. Um, I was moving there. I never went on a visit. I didn't meet the coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't meet any of the players. Um, I knew it was division one baseball and it's, and it's something I, I always wanted to do. So I pretty much just hopped on a plane mm-hmm. and went, you know, halfway across the country. And then that's honestly like when I developed anxiety. And that's like kind of when I realized that I had it and understood that I had it just because, um, you know, I was a long way from home. I was yeah. with my family. Um, and I think that's kind of when you know, I had to take a step back and kind of like deal with my own, my own personal issues, yeah. which at that time was just, was dealing with that anxiety. And I, and I think, you know, anxiety for me, I know it can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different yeah. people, but for me, it's almost like you're, you're second guessing yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You have, you have self doubt. Um, like that constant worried. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And you're, you're, you're putting pressure on yourself you know, that almost doesn't exist. And that, that caused me to like have a pressure in my chest, like a shortness of breath mm-hmm. and it caused like excessive sweating. And so, um, and unfortunately since then, that was in the fall of 2016. Unfortunately, since then, you know, it hasn't really gone away, but yeah. I've learned how to manage it in a sense. And, you know, I've learned, what to do to cope with it. And I've learned what to do that can make it spiral out of control. And, you know, I think some of those, some of those ways I deal with it is just eating well, mm-hmm. exercising, you know, getting sunlight, putting yourself in good situations, hanging out with the right crowd, you know, people that make you feel comfortable. Yeah. And also the people, people that have the best interest in mind for yourself. I mean, it is so important with who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've also learned that, you know, excessive sugar, caffeine, nicotine, yep. alcohol, um, the energy I've, drinks, energy <laughs> drinks. Yeah. Um, b- uh, bad sleep habits. Um, just mm-hmm. pretty much a mixture of all of those things can, can kind of 
you know, make it worse, make it 10 times worse. Yeah. So, but th- those are all things that, you know, I have control over and yeah. that I really try to manage in order to kind of take care of this, this anxiety that I deal with. Yeah. Cause it's crazy. Cause like when you meet you or like say somebody meets you, you'd never expect you to have like to be dealing with anxiety. So it's like, right. Right. Crazy I, how that I works. Hear that, I hear that all the time too. Mm-hmm. When I, when I tell people, you know, I have social anxiety. They're like, absolutely not. There's no <laughs> chance. But I think, I think what helps loosen me up is by trying to loosen up that other person or, you know, yep. the group of people that's in the room with me. Mm-hmm. So I figure if I can kind of make them laugh, make them smile, I mean, it's going to do the same thing for me. So um, yep. that's always been big for me. So I think that kind of causes my quirkiness, maybe some of my weirdness. But... <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, that, that's what makes you you. That's the best right. part. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a, a different type of character, that's for sure. But I, I think um, kind of, you know, in a sense, I, lo- I love to make other people comfortable. But at the same time, I'm almost doing it for myself. It's almost like a way of self-therapy, if you will. Oh, I so, like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I figure, you know, it's 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 good all the way around. So you say like this anxiety, like you've learned to like deal with it and use it in a good way, I guess. Right, right. Instead of letting yeah. it negatively affect you every single day. So yeah, I mean, pretty much, it kind of sucks. But as soon as I get out of bed, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's almost it's almost like crippling. You know, it's almost like it like wants to shut you down. It wants to you know ruin your it. day. Yeah, it wants yeah. to like kind of shut your day down and not allow you to really do you know be yourself and do the things you want to do because because like i explained earlier i mean it's a it's a it, for me it's a form of like self-doubt and kind of second guessing myself i mean by by definition it's a chemical imbalance in your yeah. brain so i mean it's yeah. not something we can completely eliminate but it's something that we can definitely definitely deal with and i think the best thing for me has been waking up and limiting my phone use in the morning. I try to stay off my phone for at least half That's an huge. hour to an hour. You it's know, huge. Kinda, it is, it really is. You know, I figure if you wake up and you're reading, you know, emails from your boss, emails from your teacher, or, you know, you get a newsletter from, you know, whatever news company it may be. I mean, reading that type of stuff is kind of not. Yeah. It's like ideally stresses you out. Of day. Yeah. yeah. So, so I try to eliminate, you know, all social media, you know, wake up, you know, play with my dog, um, mm-hmm. kind of do a little stretch and a little water. And then, you know, typically, you know, maybe I'll check my phone, make sure, you know, just, just to check if anyone needed me or yeah. any emergencies come up. And then pretty much straight from there, I go to the gym. I mean, that's been like the number one factor in kind of helping, you know, eliminate that, that anxiety, that stress, that sense of like being overwhelmed. So, yeah. um, I don't know about you, but I feel awesome when I leave the gym. I, like even if it no, was a terrible yeah, it workout is. and I didn't get as much done as I wanted to, um, I still feel like I, exhausted. I, like, yep, yep. I think that like mental exhaust, exhaustion, mm-hmm. excuse me, you know, is just it's it's good for you. It helps kind of calm you down, relax you. So, um, and then I also feel that sense of accomplishment. So I think that's the best way to kind of start my day, and that's how I kind of cope with it right that's right huge yeah yeah that's great mm-hmm. so going on from this i know you've been through a lot of different experiences college baseball all that 
was there ever like a significant turning point in your life where you're just like your whole like mindset switched about something? Oof. Oh my gosh. That's Sorry, tough. deep questions. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're good. I like it. I like it. Um, gosh, there's been, there's been a few turning points. Um, honestly, for me, I would say the most significant one. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know if I've ever admitted this in public before, but Whoa. I think it was admitting that I had a drinking problem. Okay. Um, kind of, you know, being a college athlete or just being a college student in general, you know, I mean, the party life and college life kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, when I was at college, I was drinking, you know, at least three to four times a week, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more, but I mean, um, you know, more than I should. And, and then when I, when I finished playing ball and I moved back to Pocatello, you know, I got a job and, you know, I had more free time yeah. than I knew what to do with because, I mean, when you're a college athlete, I mean. You're filled you're, up all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no you free have, time. You're not in class. You're at practice. You're not at practice. You're in the weight room. Yeah. You know, you're in study hall. And then if there's time, you're doing some extracurricular activities you probably shouldn't be. <laughs> but <laughs> We don't talk about um, those. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much um, I had more free time then I knew what to do with. And I was kind of like finding my way in a sense, cause I didn't know how to spend all this time. And mm-hmm. so unfortunately I kind of turned to drinking, um, which obviously is probably the worst thing you could do. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't eating right. I wasn't mm-hmm. exercising. Um, I just had no energy. And obviously with the lifestyle like that, the, the weight started to pack on. I mean, I got up to like 208 pounds, um, when I was drinking and, and I was Jeez. leaving college at like a 175. So yeah, I was up over 30 pounds. And then I think the real turning point with me was, um, a couple of different things, but I think the biggest thing was I started hanging out with the right crowd. Yeah. Uh, people that had like the same goals as me. Um, people that kind of had the same mindset, same, like, you know, positive benefits. Like yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then I, I, I got a different job. I graduated college. You know, I actually ended up taking a break from drinking for several months, which is probably the best thing I could have done. Cause the, like the mental clarity that it provided me was just incredible. I yeah. Mean, it's huge. I never felt like I was so in control of my life than I did at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, gosh, I just felt good. And then I ended up, I ended up going from 208 to 169 was the lowest Dang. I had been since probably my, Probably my sophomore year of college, somewhere in that time. But now I sit um I sit at like a comfortable one eighty right now, which I'm yeah. pretty happy with. But I think kind of admitting at that point in my life that I had a problem. And like and, confronting it and yeah, confronting it. Out. And then because I was at a time in my life where I was like, you know, I got in a fight with my best friend, you know, and I yeah. you, know, you know exactly who it is. He comes into the mech all the time. So I think at that point, you know, when it starts to affect, you know, your relationships with your friends, your family, you know, the people that are close to, you know, close to you. Yeah. I think that's when you kind of realize, hey, I need to back off. I have a problem here. And so I think, you know, identifying it and then fixing it and, you know, be willing to accept that and then Mm -hmm. working on it. I think that's pretty much all you can ever ask out of someone. So I was able to climb out of that hole and and now I'm honestly happier than I have ever been. Ever. And, yeah. But I think it was it was definitely a good teaching point. Um, but it's definitely 
you know, I'll have, I'll have some drinks here and there. Like I'll have some fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, um, you know, I kind of set that like limit and that boundary for myself mm-hmm. to, you know, I, I, it's kind of a reminder of a place that I kind of never want to go again. But I think it's huge because you could have let this control your whole destiny. Basically you could have let it spiral down even more and let it control Absolutely. your life, but you yep. took care of it. You hit, took it face on basically. Right. And I think Absolutely. a lot of people do with, whether it's drinking or not, I think people deal with struggles that they're afraid to confront. And I think it's huge to confront them and identify no them, but yep. it's huge how you overcame that. It's just I, really I cool. I could not agree more. I mean, it's, it's definitely a path I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, wish on anybody, but um, yeah, if there's, I mean, if there's any advice I could give to someone, you know, that's trying to hit that turning point, it's just keep going keep mm-hmm. going don't give up so there's good days ahead absolutely that's what i always look so, forward to yep exactly and at that point i pretty much knew i was at like the lowest point in my life so you know i still had that optimism to kind of realize that hey it's it's literally all uphill from here so mm. and that's kind of the, the mentality i carried through that whole process no that's huge it's, thanks for sharing that with me and everybody but yeah it's super important for people to learn from and figure out their life i guess yeah absolutely i couldn't agree more but turning now if you can connect that if you have a life model what would it be oh oh this one's an easy one this one's an easy one um yeah uh my life motto is no bad days and i have stolen that from the man the myth the legend brad burton shaw Um, i love that basically uh, one of my best friend's dads uh, had a window sticker that said no bad days. And it was like a picture of a beach, you know, a palm tree, a little <laughs> sand dune. Um, yep. And he had that shoot. I couldn't even tell you how long he had that sticker on his truck, probably 20 years. But I mean, the man literally carried him, carried himself like that at all times. I mean, you could not you could not catch this man in a bad mood. It seemed like Mm -hmm. literally nothing could bring him down. He always had this like positive energy and it always like wore off on the people that he was around. And, and, you know, I was able and lucky enough to know Brad from, I think about six, seven years old. And like, I remember just how good I, he made me feel when I was around and how positive he was. And I literally looked at him. I was like, I want to be just like that because I mm-hmm. love that. Like, I don't know about you, but when you hang out with people and they just put off that positive, you know, vibe, you're just, yeah, like you feel way better. Everything just seems to be okay in the world. It's almost like, yeah, it stops turning for a second. And, and, um, it's just, you, you feel so comfortable and at peace and just at ease. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing I loved about him. I think, I think too many times we let, you know, one bad thing kind of ruin our whole day. I mean, mm-hmm. it can be something as little as someone messing up your coffee order in the drive-thru or, <laughs> you know, someone, yep. someone cuts you off in traffic you, yeah. or something like that, you know, yep. something like that small can, it can literally ruin our whole day. And I mean, I don't know why we would ever let, you know, five bad minutes or one bad hour ruin a 24 hour day, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, there's so much time there, there really is. I mean, just, I think the biggest thing is just getting over it and, you know, getting on with life. So, yeah, no, that's I mean, huge. So, I love that. So I've always, I mean, that saying has been on my Twitter and my Instagram <laughs> bio for, I mean, over 10 years. I, I literally love that. And I, I truly, 
I want to be remembered just like Brad Bird and Shaw was remembered. And I think that can be summed up in three words and that's no bad days. And I think you've took that advice head on because literally I could say the same thing about you. Like whenever I'm around you, I'm like feeling way better about myself. I'm just in a positive headspace, which is <laughs> so good because being in that negative headspace can be a bad, bad spot. So I think you've took Absolutely. that head on. Right. I appreciate that, man. I mean, yeah, I, no I truly do. I truly do feel the same way about you, man. I think you put off some good energy and I, I truly, I truly do enjoy your company or I would not have agreed to join your podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> no, paying I'm you 10 grand on the table. No, I'm kidding. No, I would, yeah. Yeah. No, I'd be here regardless. So I appreciate I, that, bro. Yeah, absolutely. So you put off that same kind of energy, man. And, and that type of energy never, ever goes out of style. And I never get yep. sick of being around that kind of positivity, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like so much better to be around because you feel like a way better person compared to absolutely. like someone that being, is being negative all the yeah. time. It's just I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's draining and it, it really mm -hmm. just kind of sucks the life out of people. It sucks the life out of the room. I mean, it is mentally <laughs> exhausting to hold a grudge or be pissed off. Yeah. I mean, it is so much easier to be relaxed, chill, like easy going. Let it go, yeah. So, I mean, that's probably why I choose to be this way is it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, sure. You know, I'm, all, I'm always going to take the easy way out. <laughs> no, nah. no, I'm just kidding. I'm nah. just kidding it's just, yeah, it's it's so much easier to and just relax, have fun. And, just and live kinda, day by day. Yeah, be yourself. Absolutely. So Okay, so I think we're at our time limit. But for every special guest that we have on this podcast, I'm going to ask the same question at the very end. Oh, no. What would you say to someone that's struggling with their mental health? Say they're having a bad day, bad week. What would be like your advice to them Oof. to finish off the episode? Wow. Um, I think I kind of touched on this earlier, but yeah. I think the, I think the biggest thing would be, you know, keep going, don't give up and keep fighting. I mean, you know, everything in life that we experience is so temporary. I think that we have to pretty much understand that the good times and the bad times don't last. So, and we should also understand that, everyone struggles. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, mm -hmm. you know, everyone goes through struggles and mm -hmm. we aren't alone in these battles. So my advice would be, you know, if you need help, don't, don't be afraid to seek it. I mean, mm -hmm. and then do your best to eliminate or avoid anything or anyone that could be affecting you, you know, in a negative way. And I would just try to say, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel, like seek positivity. I mean, it's, it's temporary. You're, you're going to get out of it. You just got to keep going. I mean, it's going to end sooner or later. So my biggest thing is just don't give up, keep fighting. I mean, we're all fighting those fights. So give it hell essentially. So that would That's be huge. my best advice to anyone that might be struggling. I love that, bro. That's I so also, good. I also think to piggyback off that, I think mm -hmm. the way we talk to ourselves, you know, is huge. extremely important. Yeah. I mean, we spend the most time with, with ourselves. So, we have to know that we have to be good to ourselves. We have to create like a positive and healthier relationships um, mm -hmm. or excuse me, help healthy relationship with ourselves. I mean, I think it starts with our thoughts and our thoughts lead to action and our action leads to results. I mean, yeah. I, I truly do believe in that process, but, but to kind of reiterate here, I would say don't give up, keep fighting whatever it is. You're going to make it through. You just got to see that out. So good.
Dude, you, that was the first special guest line, and you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if everybody can back that up. So are you telling me that uh, I might make a second appearance on this show? Yeah, just maybe, <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man, and and um, thanks for having me on. I, I really am a fan of uh, this podcast, and you know I really appreciate what you guys are doing. I think it's I think it's great that you're you know out there trying to help people. I know you've told me before, like you want to you're setting out to try to help as many people as you can. And I, mm-hmm. I truly admire that. So, you know, keep doing you brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. And I know why it would thank you too. So I'm sad he's not here, but I know he's going to love this episode. So, and everybody Good. else too, but I appreciate you for coming on. I know it took time out of your day, but I absolutely. think people are going to love this. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, Hey, anytime, man, no problem at all. Um, I appreciate you having me on and you take care of my man. Yes, sir. All right. Closing up the episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is episode six with Chase Teeter, and we hope to see you next week. See you guys.